mysterious force. Will it hold the key to Morgan's disappearance? Or will more questions arise for Selenar and Cravoy? Only one can tell through hope and faith. I like to kind of do a pause in the middle of this little session here. And because I'm not sure if we actually went back in the beginning, we kind of had you guys talk about your characters, but I wanted people to have more of a sense of what you guys look like. So not just, Hey, I'm an elf and Hey, I'm a Goliath or whatever. You know, it's like, I want to actually know like what you're wearing if there's any significance to it, you know, you can always speak on that too. I, you can go as in-depth or as little in-depth as possible. I just would like to have somewhat of a discussion about what you guys look like just so everybody kind of has a uh, idea of it. So who wants to start? John, do you want to go first? I'll go first. Do you want to go first? Yeah, go <laughs> first. <laughs> uh, so Cravoy, food chaser, Anola Kavea, is on the dot eight feet tall. and He's got this like dark, uh, dark, well, dark gray would be black, I think. But I think it's more of a, it's probably not so, it, chalk? Charcoal, charcoal, charcoal. Is that gray? I, I love you were trying to talk about dark and then you the first word out of your mouth was chalk. chalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's again, definitely like, the that, opposite of That's the brain that I'm working with. Yeah, if you're, dis- if you're discussing the color of my skin, that would be it. It would be sour cream yeah, or chocolate. But, <laughs> but for him, yeah, charcoal, I like that. Char like like used charcoal, so it's <laughs> nice. got that yeah. So it's and it's it looks nice. Up the sides of both of his neck are these are these like are these uh, tribal tattooish things. They ca- they're supposed to represent community. So it kind of comes up like it like there's something on his back, and then below is like hide armor. Oh, I should talk about the hair. So there's like a black hair, and he's it's sort of have a sort of has a receding hairline, but he wears this like. He kind of sticks it in a, a half-assed like braid type thing. If you ever find someone who knows how to do a better braid, he'll have them braid it. And yeah, hide armor. It's hide armor like for creatures that he's hunted and sort of like went through the tribal motions to like, you know, thank you for the use of your hide type crap. So he made all that stuff himself. Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes all the way down. It's like, you know, hide, hide pants armor. It's, a, it's hide armor. That's whatever that means. And then he's got his whip, and it's like a really tightly wound, threaded, viney whip. And it's his like special, very special like tri- uh, weapon that he got with his with his clan tribe, clan or tribe, whatever tribe, whatever the the whatever that was. And uh, he loves it very much. And he also has like this really thick, hard wooden shield that he uses. And that's Cravoy. Oh, he's got a ba- a, ba- a bandolier made from like like really heavy leaves and on the back are three hand axes so so when you're talking about your whip and you're saying it's really it's is it actually woven made out of really strong vines yeah it was one of the things before before he was kind of a screw up in the in his clan i gotta pick one clan or tribe which one which one sounds better i like clan 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 Clan? okay we'll go with clan so uh it it was Earlier on, before he was a screw up in his in his, in his clan, 
it's one of the things you have to do. And he just, for some reason, felt an felt like an affinity with a whip type weapon. So you go into like you go into the, the the woods and you have to make it yourself. So he just found vines and you know he would like strip bark and just weave it tight together. So it's super duper tight. Does that make, is that is that good? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that it's like an order of the I arrow understood. thing. Yeah. If you're like a Boy Scout, order the arrow type stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. Any other markings or anything special about what's on you besides the tattoo around your neck and possibly on your body? He's got scarring on his, I want to say left upper forearm. And that's kind of from some of his lower, lower points after his clan got exterminated by raiding barbarians. He was at the, at his probably his lowest, lowest point. That's, that's actually kind of where Selenar sort of found him. And he had already done some damage, like sort of like building up the strength to, end his life by you know it's the whole it's the cutting thing so that's that's what that's the only other really notable thing on Gravoy. okay okay he has right. soulful eyes too soulful nice which makes sense i mean it seems like his whole character is very that's his mo so yeah very cool all right john what about selenar before I before I describe what he looks like, I, I wonder now, John, because I didn't know about the tattoos. I wonder if when you explain that to uh, to Selenar, that he didn't get a matching tattoo, like let you do the tattoo, right? I feel oh. like that's a thing. <gasps> do you want to do? Oh, do you want to have that? Like you don't have it yet. Uh, I don't know how long we've been together. It feels like it's been a while. Oh, yeah. Right? It's been like three years, hasn't it? Yeah. You oh, you definitely have it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want to do that, I'm t- I'm totally down with that. Like, like a Cravoy would know how to administer it. Yeah. I mean, it, and I think the, the idea is like as it disappears underneath the armor, but uh, it, it becomes like a big back sort of, what do you call those things on the back? The big back, back piece? Back piece? Sure. Yeah. Uh, it becomes a back piece that has more detail, but it's like hidden underneath what you're wearing. So it's sort of like a, you know, an extra thing. Like there's the pathway of communities leading, leading down into your, your back piece. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure somebody that actually knows how to ad- administer tattoos would actually know better. It's funny. Cause I actually have a huge tattoo on my back, but I, I, I couldn't tell it back piece sounds perfect. Yeah, it sounds about right to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's for the higher ups in the clan, though. Like, I don't know how to do that. Krivo doesn't know how to do that, but he knows how to do, like, the, you know, like, everyone in the community learns how to, like, tap out the tattoos mm-hmm. on the neck. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think he definitely has that then. Awesome. Sweet. So, just because I was trying to research something while you guys were talking, I was listening mostly. But were you ta- were you talking about Selenar actually getting a tattoo from Krivo? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then what did you say, did it, have you talked about what it says or what it is? Yeah, so I, so I feel like off screen, you know, after he found Cravoy and then he was living with him and, you know, as he was kind of like bringing him back around and they were forming this relationship that, you know, at some point he inquires about tattoos, right? So like when he's dressed, you can't see it, but then like maybe he sees him outside and he's like, hosing himself down for for lack of a better term you know dunking his head you know whatever like getting getting cleaned up in the morning after whatever yeah. he's like hey you know what's you know what's going on with your you know t- like that's a lot of you know a lot of work or whatever and then when Cravoy explains it 
then, you know, so I don't know if Cravoy brings it up or if, if Salinar brings it up, but, but I think then that conversation happens about, you know, clan and family and because. You know what I think? I think both have, of them are sort of like. Dancing around we, it. Yeah. We dance around it. Like, <laughs> like Cravoy wants to offer to do it. Salinar kind of wants to ask, but like neither of them know how to. <laughs> to right, to right, right. <laughs> oh, I should say too, the back piece is unfinished. Cause like once he started being a screw up in his clan, they just stopped. So yeah, it's yeah. Like unfinished and a shame. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's a good, sense. yeah. We like we're dancing around it. And then it's like one day. Yes. Yes. I, I will tattoo you, you know, like that. <laughs> yeah. For sure. The tattooing will neck. commence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Selenar, what do you look like? Uh, so he looks like an elf. So, uh, <laughs> All right. <No>. And, <laughs> and cut. <laughs> You know, he, he so he's uh, has some pull up the sheet. He's like norm, you know, like normal sized elf person. He's got long blonde hair. He's got three thin braids that fall down the back, like one on each side and one down the center. It's his, I don't know if I said his hair is blonde. The braids are tied with red red ribbon that he uh, got from his wife, and he just he wears now since you know she's gone now. So he always has these. Braids with the red ribbons in them. Not like, you know, big ribbons, but like thong, like cord or whatever, you know. Yeah. He typically wears, when he's around town, relatively bright colors, greens, reds, blues, yeah, maybe occasionally a yellow. But now that they're like out on the hunt, so to speak, uh, he has worn, well-worn, but well-tended black and green leather, studded leather armor, uh, you know, like brown boots, black pants. He has... So jump back to him. He's got brown skin, so blonde hair, brown skin, so kind of almost like California surfer dude. What's up, bro? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he's got silver colored eyes, which is weird, right? Because there's no iris. It's just like liquid silver pools, which can be somewhat unnerving, which is helpful as a marshal because people get uncomfortable when he like asks questions and just stares. That's rough. I guess that's it. He's got the tattoo. So I guess you can see like parts of it because he has no, he's got long hair, but like no facial hair, no like body hair as an elf. So like you can see the tattoo, you know, coming up, you know, sort of the back of his neck. You have these scimitars that you, you said that you have too. Are there, is there anything special about those? Any special markings? Any Anything that's besides the fact that you've probably had them for a long time? So they're they're elven made, right? So they're a little, you know, maybe a little thinner. The quality of the weapons, like, are let's say outstanding. But like, you can tell, like, when he pulls the the sword out, that like, oh, that is not like you didn't get that from the blacksmith in town, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's a work of art insofar as that it was made by elven smiths. So you could you could tell that it's it's a quality piece, but it's a little, you know maybe a little thinner, a little lighter built more for an elf than say, you know, uh, you know, a human or a dwarf. Yeah. So when it comes to your heritage and, you know, you also have this affinity for humans. So like when you take care of yourself and you take care of your weapon, is it something where you have, you take a lot of care of it? Is it something you let it kind of age on its own? And then when something goes wrong, then you tend to it. You know, how does that, how does that work? So he's had these like forever, right? Like, I mean, he's obviously upkept them as a retarded, you know, adventurer. Like they've served him well for many, many years. Uh, when he settled down in town, 
Um, you know, they were obviously oiled and, you know, sharpened and, but for the most part kind of kept at home, you know, so like, you know, you watch like a medieval movie and you've got like the armor on the post and the swords and all that stuff. So it's kind of that way, you know, things in town don't normally get like out of control where he Mm -hmm. would just be like walking around dual swords. So typically he doesn't have anything other than like, you know, say a dagger. He doesn't wear his armor in town necessarily, but things are always there and ready if needed. So they're, they're not necessarily in use often, but they're, you know, meticulously taken care of and, you know, kind of put up. Yeah. Yep. So now, so now you, now there is a reason for brandishing these and you're, you know, you head out. So you've, (laughs) you've tested the wand through the bubble and it kind of took a piece of it off. You guys were concerned about it, but didn't talk, apparently didn't talk about it long enough. You just said, what the hell, let's just go into this bubble, see what happens or into this uh, dome or whatever. And as you guys were you know, going through, you were, you know, as you guys were getting to this dome, it was, you know, super hot. You guys were sweating a lot. You know, you guys were trying to keep up with your, with your beverages to kind of keep, you know, with your water skins to kind of keep yourselves hydrated, stuff like that. And as you pass through this dome, it's like, it's like one of those things where you, when like someone's watching a TV show and somebody dies and you, boom, you see the light. And then click. Now you are in what seems to be something that's just very unlikely. You go from being into this 98, 99 degree weather and you pop into this dome and it is brutally cold. It is snow up into, well, on Selenar, it's probably about up to his shin, maybe a little higher. It is snowing. I wouldn't say it's like... I wouldn't say it's snowing like crazy, but enough for you to see that it's just continually coming down. But even though you guys live in the West and you really don't see any snow, Selenar has been here and there and stuff like that, probably been a little bit further out than Cravoy has. And when you see snow, you hope to see white. But what you see is a tint of emerald in the snow that's on the ground in the snow that's coming from the sky. You almost question it. You almost question the fact that you think that, okay, this has got to be some kind of weird volcano or something that erupted and all this this weird stuff is coming down, but you can you feel it on your palm, you feel it on your face. It's wet. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel wrong. It doesn't feel like it would not be anything other than snow, except for the fact that your eyes are telling you that this is an emerald color and you see a town just like you would see in like old west movies you see little buildings that kind of you know you have a building on your left a building on your right what looks like little might be a little alleyway then another building another building on either side and then an alleyway and then you can kind of see a little bit farther and you can see that you know there's a quite a bigger building at the end of this town but you're too far off to notice what it is yet I'll let you guys react to that. Ah, I told you, this is wrong. Well, with uh, magical means, I suppose uh, many things are indeed possible. This is quite strange, though. Oh, yes. Uh, He looks back to where they just walked through from. Okay, perfect. 
So as you look behind you, you see what looks to be a barrier. Like you can tell that there is something preventing that there's a wall. Like it doesn't like the dome part of the, what you saw before doesn't disappear. It looks like you're inside, but because you went in fully not caring about what happens, like you, you're luckily, luckily didn't get, you know, snapped apart like the wand that you had, but you, oh, the could, wand's gone. Well, what you, what you guys did is you actually used the wand to check to see how the yes. how so it kind of snapped off a little bit of it, and as you as Cravoy looks down to the wand and tries to look for the tracks, he can see nothing. So you just as I mean, you could do a perception check if you'd like, but at first glance, you just assume that whatever magical properties had had helped this wand and helped you see where the footprints of Morgan are. There are no more. So you did just I, assume. Did I have the wand? Well, it's funny because you, we talked about this before we recorded, and and you guys agreed that Cravoy had it, but I thought that Selenar had it. Yeah, I don't remember. Either either way. Yeah. I mean, okay, it's up well, to you. You, you. I'll let you guys decide right now who has it, and then if you guys want to make a check on it, you can. If you want to decide something else, it's up to you. Because uh, the note that I have is says Cravoy pokes the dome and loses part of his quarter staff. Oh, not, yeah, not a, the wand. Oh, I pr- I thought you guys used the wand. Mm-mm. It was okay. just like the quarter staff that I had. Okay, perfect. Well then, yeah. So, so I probably have the wand then still. Yeah, I think you had the wand. Yeah. Uh, so so we see that. Can we see? Can, can we retcon this? Because I don't remember. I think we probably would have let the horses go. Yes, when you did. we went in. Yeah. Okay. Yep, you guys were off the horses, and you bet you guys basically. You were talking about, I think you were talking about Selenar jumping into Cravoy's arms and then jumping through at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the horses would have went home, right? So the horses are trained, so they would have went back to town. Because we don't know how long we're going to be. Yeah, Penelope. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. Is the the tip of the quarterstaff? So when I turn around and look, okay, we see that. Um, is the tip of the quarterstaff on the ground? Yes, it is. You can see that there's an indentation where the where it's sunk through. It's gone. You can't see it. You could dig for it if you like, but you can just you could tell that's where the part of the quarterstaff went. Oh no! What what what, what kind of sort of staff is this now? Is this some sort of one third staff? <laughs> I believe it is. Oh, and Prevoy throws it. I have no use for a third staff. And then you hear the the quarter staff crunch in the snow as it as it falls through. Was my math good? I doubt it. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I would like to make a perception check to see if I hear the voices still, or okay. hear uh, Morgan's voice still, because that's what he was kind of assuming that it was. Yep, sounds good. Go ahead. Right. That is a fucking crit. Oh, oh nice, <laughs> nice. Okay. Oh, I was not prepared for this. Okay, so <laughs> so he, he so he throws the staff and then he turns around and he looks back over towards the city and he kind of like cocks his head to see if he can hear anything over the wind and the snow. Well, you didn't throw the staff. Cravoy threw the staff. Yeah, he I threw the staff. Yeah, yep, he threw the staff and then you you listen and you hear. Well, let's let's just say this. Let's say you close your eyes. And you try to listen, and you can hear, you can hear a voice. You can hear Morrigan's voice, but it sounds muffled. It sounds like you are hearing 
get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you hear some like like I was trying to do before, kind of like, ah, and then uh, you hear, oh, what else? Oh, uh, well, it's funny too because like there's so many things that are going through my head where I could give you, but I'm like, nope, that's not yeah, it. right. Yeah. Nope, that's not it. You know, <laughs> walking it back like I don't. They don't need that. Don't need that. You don't give them yeah, that yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, it's a crit. You said super good stuff happens on a crit. I know. I know. We find her. She's in the snow beneath us. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She caught the staff. She's like, why are you throwing this at me? <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say that you heard. Now, did you hear what I said when I before I did all the? Did you hear the word I said? No. Okay, I said mines. Mines? Yes. Another thing I will say is there will be something special for later. Okay. So that's just player knowledge. That's not character knowledge. So. Okay. Okay. Gravoy, do you can you can you hear it as well? I hear faintly Morgan's voice. Gravoy listens real hard. Does Gravoy hear it? Gravoy hears nothing. Hmm. Morgan's voice? No. No, all I can really... All I hear is the wind. I don't hear her voice. Where? Where is it coming from? I I can't quite tell. But the word that I did make out was mines. So perhaps there are mines in the area? Perhaps past the town. Or maybe you have something that belongs to her and she's trying to tell you that it's hers. Perhaps. You should say, no, it's mines. I don't know that you would hear me. Fair enough. Well, there's a town up ahead. Let's go see if we can find some mines, or at least someone to point us in the direction of mines. Indeed. As you turn around to start trekking into the town, uh, six figures, sleek, uh, sleekly, ah, terrible, Sneakily? No, I don't want to say sneakily, actually. I like sleekly, though. Yeah, I don't know if that's a word. They sleek in because you see six Yanti abominations. Now, if you don't know what a Yanti abomination is, it's basically a snake people. Like a snake person. Yeah. 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 But a snake person abomination is like a snake person. They're worse. To the 25th power. Yeah. Well, basically, they're they're more snake than anything. You know they they should they shouldn't be called abominations because they're more snake than anything. Probably because they're probably be called abominations because they're more they have like you know more of a humanish body in a snake form. So that's probably why they call them abominations. Would you say they're Obama snake shits? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. This <laughs> campaign is over. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> Morgan's dead. Everyone's go home. <laughs> I feel like I wasted my crit now. <laughs> I don't need that. So no sorry. kidding. I don't, I don't nope. have. That's yeah, perfect. I love it. Uh, so, <sighs> hold on. Before you do, before you do that, I would like to do this. Give me a second. Okay. Before you guys can say anything, you hear this. Give us your water skin. Okay, so then, so then let me ask you this before I respond. Yes. What do they look like? Are they armed? What is their, and I can make an insight check if you want, but what, what does their attitude appear to be? Are they yep. like, oh, I, would li- I would like you to take, I would like you to give me an insight, insight check. Okay. Yep. Uh, 14. Okay. So as you see these Yanti, you realize that they have like, 
handkerchiefs that are covering what would be their mouth and covering into their necks. Okay. Okay. And you can't see what's going on beyond that point, but you can hear a robotic voice that comes out of the, let's say the third person from the left or the fur, the third creature from the left. And they are, even though they are snake people and they have snake bodies, they also have kind of what looks like a, like a nice, ah, I'm trying to think of like the, equivalent of like a nice like almost like wool armor or something like that that looks that looks really warm it looks like they've been you know like they've been here for a long time because of the you know the snow and how cold it is but you can still see their tails and you can still see their heads they don't have anything on top of their heads which is interesting you think that with something this cold you'd think they would have something on like that but but yeah for for the most part it's like their torso is covered in like a nice wool armor. They have the they have the handkerchiefs over their mouth and or th- mouth and throat, and they they don't look menacing, but they do look confident. You know, that was quite outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> How many are there again? There are six. six, and they've got handkerchiefs over their over their mouths and stuff. Yep. Oh, that's nice. Practicing social distancing with masks and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah, and we'll say they're probably about about six feet tall. Okay, and and they're they're any set of abominations, but they're the snake body torso. You know, from the torso down, and then human body torso. No, they actually like head. they actually are all snake, except for they have arms like a like a human, but it is still scales. Oof. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And they are regular water skins. Yeah, exactly. And they want your water skins. Here, I'll kind of show you what it looks like in the book. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. All okay. right. So it's like a, a classic. <laughs> yep. Classic yeah. you want, D. Yep. And they want and all they want is your water skin. So I, he, go ahead. They will not have our water skins. <laughs> so so he says that, and then I look back at them, I hold up my hand, and I say, <clears throat> We are strangers here. We mean no ill intent. Can you tell us where we are? Give them to us now or we will take them. He looks at Crivoy again and he looks back and he says, We bear you no ill will, stranger, but we will give you nothing. All right, roll initiative. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, fu- I think I fucked this show. Come on, we got this, please. This is nothing. <laughs> It's only the first encounter, should be fine. Mechanical, you want to abominations? Got it. Uh, okay, sitting at a 12 with my initiative. And 11. All right. They, I'm going to roll them as... Combat. I'm at, unfortunately, I'm going to roll all these guys as the same. I know it's unfair, but believe me, it's, it's for All good. Do it up. Yeah. Must be a hive mind situation. It's a hive mind situation. That's, that's right. <laughs> All right. So they rolled the thirteen. What did you guys have? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm I had 12. twelve. God damn it, twelve. I had eleven. And eleven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say that the further the one that was furthest to your right disappears under the snow without a trace. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. John, I will allow you to decide what you want to do. Oh, is that me? Am I? Who, who's who? Oh, wait it? a minute. 
who was I'm sorry. You said you had a twelve? Cravoy has a twelve, yes. Cravoy's at twelve, yeah. And Selenar, you said you had eleven, right? Okay, yep. So Cravoy, what would you do in this situation? Alright, so Cravoy sees that and okay. Cravoy sees that and he turn I'll I'll turn to I'll turn to Selenar and say, hmm. They go under the snow. Here, take this. It's dangerous to go alone. <laughs> uh, bonus action. Uh, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith onto Selenar. Selenar, uh, Shimmering Field appears around you. You have plus two to your AC. Nice. For the duration, which will be... Oh, it's a concentration. Great. Concentration up to ten minutes. So I'm just concentrating on your Shield of Faith. All and right. then... The, I'm just the closest one to me. I'm just going to unf- unfurl my beautiful whip, and I'm just going to whip the shit out of it. Okay. And I'm going to do that right now, nice. he said. All right. Go ahead and roll an attack, then. Okay. The attack... Wait, uh, also, are they, are they within... Are they 10 feet? Yeah, we'll say, we'll say they're within 10 feet, yep. Okay. All right, then... All right. Yeah, it's going to be whip. It's whipping time. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. So nine, fifteen. Uh, All right. So that uh, the tie goes to the runner. So you will actually. So what do you want to do? Are you are you actually trying to draw harm? Are you trying to ensnare them? What are you doing with your whip? Oh well, I'm just. They said take it by. I'm attacking him. I want to. Okay. I want to try to. I, I'm kind of. If if it matters, I'm I'm definitely aiming for like the head to try to get that thing off of it. So I mean, I didn't do a crit or anything. So it's but I'm whipping it to try to, to do some damage to it. All right. Well, that does hit, so go ahead and roll your damage. All right. So we're going to start out with five damage. Very nice. And I get a second attack because I get two attacks okay. per action. And then I'm going to go ahead, and then with my second attack, I'm going to throw one of my hand axes. Okay. I can do that. At the same one, just whip throw. And then that... Oh, God, well, the same thing. So that's a, that's a 15. Nice. That's uh, going to hit. Okay. And then we'll just do this. We'll roll one of these. Oh, good. That was a shitty one. So that is four damage. So I'm doing great. All right. Wait, yep, so, yeah, four damage. Yep. Okay. So you do enough. We'll, we'll say it's the, the second one is in front of you. Uh, the second one from the left is in front of you. And it takes a little bit of damage. And the calm kind of coolness of what's going on in this situation kind of hardens this this Yanti's like kind of brow and uh, it looks like it's pissed now. It doesn't say anything to you but I'm going to have one of the other Yanti go next. Okay? I would like I would like uh, Cravoy, I would like you to roll okay, so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to have one of the Yanti actually roll a sleight of hand against you, Cravoy, since you are concentrating on attacking the second of the Yanti and also putting using your spell on Selenar. So you're kind of distracted, so I'm going to have them roll a sleight of hand on you. A sleight of hand? Yep. Shouldn't he roll a sleight of hand? Well, technically, it's the Yanti that's trying to make the check on him. Yeah, yeah. So wouldn't that, wouldn't that normally be... So the Yanti would roll the sleight of hand, I think, to snatch the water skin, if that's what he's trying to do. As 
far as like a defense on that, I don't know. Maybe like a uh, maybe acrobatics Ooh, or percep- perception to see it, maybe or acrobatics to kind of like get out of the way. You're running. I'm. Not, I don't. I don't want to backseat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. Probably be against the AC, right? Yeah, it doesn't really say. <laughs> yeah, you just try to grab some. I mean, it's like we're within combat. Yeah, I'm just I mean, gonna, maybe I'm against just, his AC. Yeah, I'm just going to make that call. Lighting. Yeah, I think the AC just makes sense. Right, because it's on his person, right? So yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yes. It's definitely on my person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hanging off your pack or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, the, little, the guy I have hanging off I have in the baby Bjorn, that person. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going to ha- so have the, fir- the, the first Yanti from the left actually try to swipe your water skin as you are um, distracted. All right, uh, it's, uh, it's fourteen. Okay, actually, he rolls a fifteen. Ah! So, <laughs> so actually, you won't even notice that yours is gone <laughs> until until you decide to look down. Um, <laughs> you can't. I've still. I still have my water skin, fool. <laughs> I'm gonna say the fourth one from the left tries to grapple you, Selenar. Okay. So we're gonna do a just straight strict versus. Like versus. my strength or versus AC or what do you? I don't. Well, I don't I know if there's one. like actual grappling rules. Yeah. It's just against the AC. Yeah, they, 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 they simplified all that. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, I have. I have as as a reaction. Yes, I got protection. So while wielding a shield, I can. I want to impose disadvantage on this malarkey. Perfect. Perfect. Sounds good. And I, will, right. I can use. Oh, that's just a reaction I can take. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's okay, my reaction. So you're going to use it for this. Okay. Yes. Sounds good. So I will roll two dice and get the lowest number. You will not grapple, my friend. <laughs> All right. So that's a two. So he's, he's not grappling anything. <laughs> so let's just say I bash that. him in the top of the head with my shield. And he... Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's perfect. As he's going to grapple with Selenar with, with his, actually he's trying to do it with his uh, tail. <laughs> and, uh, the, just the momentum kind of turns turns himself to the side, and as he does it, Kravoy takes his elbow and smacks it into the top of his head, and he falls into the snow with a weird thud because of it's not it doesn't sound like the Yanti has actually hurt themselves. It just sounds weird because of the crunching noise of the body going into good amount of snow. Okay, and he's trying to steal our water skins. I still have mine, but protect yours. Yeah, and he is knocked prone. That just leaves the second from the right, basically. I call him number five. <laughs> um, he is actually going to... I think we're just going to do a straight, another straight strength check against Selenar. Mm-hmm. And I think this time what he's gonna, what's going to happen is uh, this Yanti is actually going to try to use its tail as a whip to just smack it out of... Do you have it just hanging off your side? Do you have it in a pack? This is, I pro- these are probably questions that he should have asked before this whole thing started. Uh, it's, I would say it's probably like on the outside of the backpack, right? Out of the, on the explorer's pack, right? Because you, you don't have to stop every time you want to take a drink and dig it out, right? It's probably yeah. just sort of hanging there. Well, especially if, it's, if it was like super warm before you guys got here, you, you'll be trying to drink as much as you can. So, so yeah, I'm going to say he does a straight strict check against you to try to knock it from your pack. And that is the three. That will not happen. So as he reaches in, Selenar quickly flips out one of his blades and smacks him with the flat of the blade. On the <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. And as you, as you do that, like he – actually, I'm going to say she. I'm going to say she yelps 
and she she just kind of like does a kind of uh can you give it. us a mechanical yelp please yes i'm going to <laughs> thank you yes i <laughs> gotta do everything's gotta be mechanical <laughs> Mechanical Yelp is like the bastard website of regular Yelp. <laughs> that, nice. that was my, the name of my high school ska band. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep. All right, let's see how this works. Yep. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, almost like a like a petulant child, she just kind of slithers back and kind of like like looks at her looks at her uh, tail and kind of gives you like a like. I hate you, Dad. Kind of look, you know, that kind of thing after after it's been, you know, like it's been uh, reprimanded by its by its uh, mother or father. So now we're gonna go back back up to the top. I didn't um, go yet. Yeah, you did. I didn't. Didn't you? You skipped me. You did the one he's one other thing. Yeah, he's gone, went, and then it's oh, been all uh, yelling tees after that. <laughs> I should have given for days. Yeah, no kidding. I should have given you a turn. I'm sorry. I was gonna give you a turn in between. But hey, it doesn't look like you really needed it all that much. But yes, go ahead. So essentially, mechanically, I want a ready. So he draws out the other blade and he takes a step back. And he says, we have no wish to destroy you, strangers. But persist and we will end you. I love it. He doesn't even say harm. He just says destroy. Boy, that's really really getting him right there. Okay, so now we will go up. We will go up to the top. So... The Yanti that actually had disappeared is going to reappear. Yes, John. So, so being ready. So, so then the trigger then if someone attacks him, he'll take his turn. So you'll take your turn before they take their turn. So, so if I recall correctly, because I don't think I've ever readied in fifth before. So if you, so you're ready to go, you and you state a trigger, right? So you're like, okay, I'm going to watch the door, right? So I'm not going to take my turn. I'm ready to go. I'm going to watch the door. If someone walks, the triggers, if someone walks through that, I don't know, I'm on a stab. Okay. Right. So then, so he, you know, forewent his action on his turn. And the trigger would be if someone tries to grab him, someone tries to stab him or whatever, then he would Sounds take good. his action then at that point. So I will let you decide what happens then. So this Yanti is trying to get the upper hand, just do another sleight of hand, just trying to take your, water skin it's not trying to harm you in any way it just wants the water skin so it pops up thinking oh i've got you now because i have disappeared in the snow and i know exactly what i'm doing but you've kind of steadied yourself and ready yourself and because of your experience of being an adventure and being in certain fights and stuff like that you know it doesn't realize that you have years of experience on top of maybe what this yanti has so it pops up ready to swipe your water skin and go. So it's up to you how you want to react to that. I want to cut his hand off. <laughs> okay. Cravoy <laughs> <Pavoy> approves. <laughs> <laughs> so I like so there's no like targeting thing, right? So you either hit, you don't hit. Maybe on a crit you get something special. Yeah, so exactly. Think, Let's just say this. I just say if you want to pose a negative or something, right? Or like you get a pose disadvantage. I've done, yeah. I've done not that not that that I'm just saying I've done that before. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, the, the only there, let's just say there's, I actually have three schools of thought on this, which will not take that <laughs> long. It will not take that long to, to, to talk about. I'm very interested. So please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm always looking for stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, say you're going for somebody's arm. Okay. Or hand in your, like you already have an advantage because of your 
basically kind of surprise and readiness of what's going on. So I'm not going to make you like have a disadvantage or say no on that. Okay. Now say that you wanted to like chop his head off first go around. I would never let that happen. You know, yeah, it would just yeah. be like, oh. no one, no one would ever be able to do that unless they're a giant, you're little, and then you, they crit and you, and you, you know, fail, you know, you get a, a fail crit or crit fail. So in that aspect, cool. Another thing would be like, you know, if you're doing a spell and you wanted to target, like, I'm going to do force lightning or whatever, but I'm going to focus on the heart or the, you know, it's, that's stuff is virtually impossible unless you're a God. So I would never let that happen also. So I think that with what you have going on, I think, I think that it's definitely a possibility. I'm going to say though, I think that for you to actually chop off this thing's arm, especially with how speedy it is, I think you would have to actually roll a crit for it actually com- to com- come complete off. Okay. So go ahead, go ahead and roll and see what the dice, see what the dice say. All right. So he's a dual wielder. So I'm going to roll two, one main hand, one offhand. Oh, nice. And then you must have, I, you must have two attacks too, right? And I do have two attacks. So I actually gonna roll four times. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yes. I rolled a fucking crit. You did not. <laughs> I did. Oh I swear god. to God, I could take a picture of it. Look, I'm not touching the tray. Show us I your gotta text you a picture yes, because I have, I have to look. It's not like I don't trust him because, like, no, no, he would I, never, I, I, he would never I, lie. But the I proof is in the pudding. I'm, you know? I'm texting. I'm texting it to you right now. Love it. Oh, I can't. Fuck. I have to. I have to uh, message you on Facebook because my just hold it up. Hold it up to the camera. Oh, I guess I could do that too. All right, do the smart because <laughs> I because I, I hold it up to the cameras that we're watching you. Play I want to see the beauty of the crit of the of the of the of the, of the absolute double scimitar crit. Boom! Nice. Like, right. I in got the corner, a twenty and a fourteen, so they're both nice. gonna hit. <laughs> very nice. All right, so I'm not even gonna. Oh, go ahead. Nope. This is so, your, this is your time. Go ahead. So the thing pops up out of the snow with an expectant like grin on his face. If a snake can actually smile. And he just, you know, he's standing there in a, you know, in a guarded position and he sees out of the corner of his eye this yawn tea pop out of the thing. And he just, he like, comes down with the right hand and just slashes, like, straight down as the guy is reaching out and hits him right at the wrist and the hand falls off. And then he comes around with the other hand and just, like, stabs him in the back. They're both plus seven, so 14 is going to hit. I love this voice changer app, but then it plays like some TikTok video afterwards. Awesome. Thank you. So you lop off the hand of the Yan T and it, <laughs> not expecting it. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it so, uh, falls to the ground. And like when you see a, wow, why am I having a trouble thinking of it? Not a gecko, but. A gecko. No, like those little <laughs> things that slither around that when you t- cut the tail off, it, it the tail oh, kind of rhythm. Oh, I had one of those, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, ge- geckos do that. Kind of like a gecko or I, I'm just thinking of something simple, but I can't think of it, of course. Salamander? Yeah. Newt? Something like that. Anyway, the hand kind of like we, rise. Yeah, we, we, we get it. Yeah, kind of rise <laughs> yeah. in the snow and surprised as it could be, it just like grabs grabs its wrist with its other, with its other hand oh, and no. uh, just... It's just in shock and it's just shaking uncontrollably right now because it just doesn't realize that it just lost its hand. It's still trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Aww. So I'm, I'm going to forego the extra attack and he just yells out, 
He's right next to you, so you know. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, so they yeah, can all. You're yelling it. out to them too. Yeah. yeah. What does he say? Um, uh, fuck. This is gonna be part. so cool. No, it's probably not. That's the worst part. <laughs> Get lost. I'm gonna love it. We have warned you to cease. We have questions. You perhaps have answers. Before you can get most of what you have out, most of them retreat, except for the one that you, the one that you've cut his hand off. It's just sitting there, just still writhing, writhing in pain and in shock, and just is not. You can see its its eyes. It's glossed over. Selenar, roll a perception check. Okay. Uh, ooh. Uh, 13. Okay. You see where the whites of their eyes should be, there are flecks of green kind of just floating around. And it's still just, now it's just screaming. Now it just doesn't know what to do. It's I'm going to need a uh, mechanical scream. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave you the mechanical scream. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yes, you were right. You were right. <laughs> just, just put, take that audio clip and just put it on repeat. Yes, yes. Oh, the poor thing. Wait, the one with my water skin, is that one of the ones that escaped? Yes. Are right. they, like, fleeing like they left this guy, or did they back up, like, 10 no, feet? No, they, they disappear into the snow. Is there any chance I can notice that the one that got, that got my water skin? Sure, roll it. It's okay if the answer is no. I just, I'm just asking because... Yeah, roll... Actually, why don't you... What's the notice check? Would that be perception again? Perception, yeah. Yeah, why yeah. don't you roll a perception? Because right. the idea is like, ah, yes, we've we've won the day. Let us cheer our water skins. And I go to grab it. And, mm. uh, well, I rolled a six, so nice. Mm. Yep. Uh, water skin. Yeah. And if I'm holding nothing, and I'm just I'm pretending like not pretending. I really think I'm holding my water. Skin. <laughs> yeah, you go to reach for your water skin, and you go to uh, uh. Oh, I must have forgot it back at the back at the uh, town. <laughs> Shit. So I would like to, so the thing is screaming, he's laying on the ground, Cravoy's trying to toast. <laughs> he, uh, he she's both blades, you know, pulls his pack down, rips it open, and, you know, pulls it out like a, a fucking shirt. I don't know, like a piece of cloth or something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, he, and he kneels down by the, the yonti and he like, you know, ties it tight over his wrist. Mm-hmm. So uh, Cravoy will actually stop you from doing this. He says, no, 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 leave, leave, leave this, leave this to me. And I'm going to actually do like a lay on hands on the Yuanti. Okay. Are you going to lay on hands on the hand or are you going to, sorry, I couldn't help myself. Couldn't help myself. <laughs> I'm going to cut my hands. Hands, touching hands. Let it go. Okay. Oh, no, I'm from the, I'm from, no, I can't stand that song. <laughs> Boston Red Sox. Um, lay on hands. Okay. So I've got 30. I got 30 points to play with. So this is my first time playing a character that has lay on hands. So if I wanted to say something like I want to give enough hit points back to it, (laughs) I'm going to try to put some hit points into you to make you able to live again. How many hit points would you say that? As it's screaming itself. Yeah. To make it like better. Right. So mechanic. Well, I I don't have action cam. I do, but I, I mean, it's not going to die, right? Like, I didn't reduce it to zero, so no. it's not going to die. You did not. It's, yeah, it's just, not going to die. But it I just lost a hand, and it's bleeding profusely. Okay, so maybe it's fine. Okay, then never mind. Then forget uh, I said anything. No, no, I, I think it's cool that you would do it. Yeah, I would say, yeah. I would say if you gave this, if gave this creature about 15 points, it would 
stop the bleeding. Okay. I do it then. Okay. D&D Beyond is badass. All right. <laughs> um, I do it. I, I, I will lay my hands upon you. And his huge hands come like down and blot out the sun over the snake. <laughs> Sounds eyes. good. As, <laughs> as you go to do that, between the loss of blood, between the screaming, between the huge hands coming towards it, it passes out. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still lay hands? Oh, if, so if that happens before I have to expend the 15, then no. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait a second. Wait, it passes out. Jeez, we're getting into some real D&D-ass d <laughs> what, what, Would it bring it back to, would it awaken it if I did it? Give it the 15? I would say no. I okay, think. then I, I, if, you re, if you allow me to have that sort of like insight in the situation, I wouldn't if it just passed out. Okay, yeah. so this is what I will say then. Even if he has, even if he has passed out, he would still be per, bleeding profusely as he's passed out. Then I will do the 15. To, I will <laughs> do whatever is necessary to stop the bleeding. Okay, okay, sounds good. 15. You, so, you know, as... You know, it, even even in the you know, let's just say even in the uh, chaos of all the loss of the blood and what's going on, Cravoy still has you know a big heart and is able to you know keep this creature from dying because even though the Yanti got many many warnings to not do what they were doing, you could obviously tell they weren't there to harm you; they were just looking for something for themselves, which. Again, you can see as you know, it depends upon where you know what you, where you're, what aspect you're seeing it from. So from that, from them, you might see it as, hey, we're even though we're stealing, we this is something we need. Or you know, you could see it as you're stealing. Stealing is still stealing. Something you shouldn't do. So, but um, so you so maybe before it even decides to pass out, and you you see it, maybe let's say as you're laying on hands that there is a not a happiness but let, let, let's just say there is a I don't know a soothing that comes over the auntie as it's passed out thanks for listening to and justice for all a D&D 5th edition campaign run by me Kurt Amuler with John Haremza as Selenar Eularian and John Neary as Gravoy Food Chaser Dolikavea Music and sound effects by BattleBards. Go to BattleBards.com to get great fantasy and sci-fi audio. Theme music by Mr. Snooze. To find out more about theme music, check out our show notes. And thanks for listening.